Okay, you're listening to Book Chat with author Vivian E. Moore. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hello and welcome to Book Chat. I am your host, Dr. Vivian Moore. Hope everyone had a great week and I hope you're having an even better weekend. All right, so I, I won't hold you for too long today. We're going to get in and we're going to get out. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, we have uh, Christmas coming up next Sunday. And of course, uh, Book Chat will not be uh, on air. Uh, and um, more than likely, we will not uh, return until after the New Year. So I'm wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year right now. All right, so uh, let's get to today's show. The title of today's show is G-I-G-O, and that stands for Garbage In, Garbage Out. And today's topic is how to get better writing results. All right, so, um, you know, most people who are tech savvy, uh, they are familiar with that term, G-I-G-O. Gigo is what programmers call it, and it's a programming reference, uh, if you didn't know that. Uh, anyway, uh, that came about, uh, I'm sure, long before, um, you know, I was um, in the programming world, because I do have a programming background. But anyway, um, you know, that that uh, that acronym uh, was developed, I'm sure, for um, those who did sloppy programming. So, uh, you know, basically, when you program, um, you know, if you if you program stuff that was garbage, well, that's exactly what you got in return was you know the garbage information. And and generally, uh, you know, if you had a um, if it was a bad program, then of course you would have bugs in it that would cause it to crash, and you know, and all of those awful things that can happen uh, when you don't take your time and do something. But anyway, you know, if you program sloppy, slop is what you get in the end. Uh, and the same idea, uh, it applies to writing. Uh, you know, and uh, no one likes uh, a lazy prose or a writer uh, who rushes through a story and then thinks it'll be fine. You know, nope. <laughs> like the movie, if you haven't seen it, nope. Uh, but, you know, as a novel, uh, I'm a novel writer, um, or, you know, whatever form of writing you do, your best is favorable and I don't have to tell you that because you already know uh, you always want to give it your best you know and uh, and if you need to get to a certain level today's show is all about that alright because readers know uh, when a story isn't well planned or plotted and uh, if you want to gain readers uh, then you need to come with your A game already in play alright so um, you know communication uh, between the characters and the reader is a priority. You know, that's something as an author, as a writer, um, I don't have to tell you. You already know that. That's the whole reason, I guess, I hope, 
is why you became a writer is because you want others to read your work uh, and um, and you want it and you want it to be the very best that you can do all right so um, and the main objection uh, is to um, grab and hold the attention uh, you know from the from the word hello you know any writer worth their salt understand you must make a connection within those first few paragraphs if not you will lose them forever <laughs> and we don't want to do that we don't ever want to lose readers we want to bring on as many readers as we can because we work hard uh to get our work uh up and running and uh and to get those books into many hands as possible so we can get those reviews get those likes and uh and you know and just you know shine a little light on this on this world all right so uh anyway you know there are a few techniques and writing aids that uh, authors can use to help them improve their skills okay so um you know the best practice is to think about the readers first and foremost um you know they are the um the next in line after your book has passed uh, editing, even if, even if the publisher, uh, you know, thinks the work is great, you know, uh, the readers will validate that theory um, if it's true. And if it's not true, they will let you know that too, quick, fast, and in a hurry. All right. But at, at any rate, you know, you always want to keep the readers in mind because they are the ones that, uh, you know, have their hands on, on the book uh, that you've written and um, and you want them to enjoy it. You want them to, you know, feel like they're a part of that story and to, uh, and like they know those characters on a personal basis. So when you write well, that is the end result. Okay. So, um, you know, and, and, uh, another thing, writing exercises are, uh, another great way to stay fresh, uh, and, and to, uh, help you with new ideas and to, um, and just upgrade your writing skills, you know, as a whole, but, uh, and, and that is one surefire way to avoid making costly rookie mistakes, uh, such as using uh, overused words and uh, common phrases. Um, you know, you see that a lot, uh, especially depending on the genre. Um, you see a lot of uh, catchphrases, um, you know, if it's uh, young adult or something like that, you know, a lot of uh, phrases that you hear on TikTok and, and um and on YouTube and, and Facebook, uh, you know, that the, um, the Gen Z's use. So you see that in a lot of the, uh, of, the, of the books that are being printed today. And that's perfectly fine because, you know, if you're writing to that crowd, then you want them to be able to recognize themselves in that story. And, uh, and if, that's the, um, if that's the language that, they, that they're using, um, then it helps them to identify themselves within that story because you know they can, um, you know they can um, they can identify and uh, and say, oh okay, well you know maybe this is possible because you know that's how we talk you know on a day to day basis with my friends and you know so anyway you know just just think about that all right uh, you know just try not to over overly use you know catchphrases and and things of that nature you know keep them to a minimum. You know, it shouldn't be all the way throughout the story. You know, if you if if it's in a particular scene where they are with friends, then of course use it there, because you know that that will be part of that lingo uh, while they're conversating. You know, they will they will be doing that or whatever. So, you know, just try to use it um, 
not necessarily sporadically, but you definitely use it sparingly. All right. So, um, you know, I like sweets and, you know, since the holidays, uh, I have eaten a ton of them, but anyway, but I like them as much as the next person, but, uh, you know, that doesn't apply if your story, uh, is bursting at the seams with too much filler. Okay. Yeah. I went there to get to there. Okay. But, uh, and don't judge me, but anyway, you know, less is more. I can't say that enough. Less is more, you know, mazes are fun, but if they are too intricate, uh, you'll, you will avoid them in the future trust and believe you most definitely will. It's like, I'm not doing that again because I got in there and then I almost didn't get out. So, you know, think about that when you are adding too much, uh, of a backstory, uh, and I've read a lot of books like that where, you know, it's like, okay, can we please get to the, to the meats and potatoes of this story? Because, um, uh, you know, it's like, I've been swimming through the gravy for a long time and I just want to get to the main portion of the meal. It's like that sometimes. All right. Okay. So another thing is punctuation. Now punctuation is key and it's necessary. Uh, and it is a great idea to use a writing template or, or an add-in to help with placement uh, in, in all the right areas of your document, okay? Um, and, uh, you know, if you're using Microsoft uh, Office, which Microsoft Word, uh, you, can, you can do add-ins. Now, I'm not sure with any other um, um, word processing product because, you know, I have, I'm mainly on Microsoft and, uh, and I do have, um, I do write sometimes on Apple, but I don't know if they are compatible with a lot of the add-ins. So if you're using a Mac or whatever, um, I don't own one, so I don't know. But, um, but anyway, with Microsoft, you can do the add-ins and they have a lot of, of, uh, of, uh, writing, uh, programs that help you with punctuation and, and other things. Grammarly is, is awesome. So if you don't have that one, you might want to get Grammarly. And, uh, and uh, Pro Writing Aid is another great one that will help you with all of that. It'll give you the breakdown of uh, words that you're using too much. It tells you how many words you need to eliminate. Um, it'll show you where um, you're lacking in uh, certain features, you know, whether it's dealing with punctuation or whatever. It's great to have both of those at your um um, at your assistance. It's, it's very great to have both of them. So if you don't have them, you might need to get them. All right. So, um, and I shouldn't have to say this one, but I, but you know, I, I have to capitalization, uh, you know, it, 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 it's not complex, uh, in the writing system. It's part of your, you know, if you are, um, if you have to write something or if you, even if you're, uh, texting or you're posting something on uh, social media, you know, you don't start a sentence with a lowercase letter. You start it with a what? Capital letter. That's right. So the same thing applies when you're writing, okay? All sentences start with one, a capital letter, and should be used accordingly, all right? Now, I understand that there are some uh, tricky instances when considering whether you should or not uh, you know, have a capitalization if it's within a sentence. And uh, just remember the uh, the writing principles. Or if you can't do that, you can always Google them, okay? All right, so the next one is reading. And we know that reading is what? Fundamental. We learned that 
at a very early age, all right? At least I did. And, uh, and it will keep you fresh and your vocabulary on points if you habitually read daily. And that's necessary. And I don't see how anyone can get through an entire day without reading something. I mean, you know, if you if you are a social media addict, I'm sure you're reading those posts. And, you know, and sometimes, um, you know, I read a lot of the posts. I'm not necessarily an addict, but, you know, I am on social media quite a bit. But still, I read a lot of the posts and, um, and I'm cringing because I'm like, okay, there is no punctuation, uh, run-on sentences, you name it, it's there. And so, but I'm like, okay, I'm not going to judge because I understand, you know, they're not in anyone's class. They're just, you know, they're just posting and, um, you know, and if you're reading it, then fine. You know, they don't need anyone critiquing uh, their work. They're just, they're just, you know, they're just posting. They're just commenting on whatever has been, uh, whatever topic was posted uh, on in the first place. So, so anyway, but still, you know, when you have a writer's eye, that's the first thing you see. It's like your eyes are drawn to those things and you can't help it. So, you know, visually, as you're scanning those posts, you are uh, diagramming sentences and putting capitalization and, and punctuation <laughs> where, where needed. So um, I try not to do that, but I can't help it. But, uh, but anyway, just remember that uh, reading is fundamental and uh, it's something that we do every single day. Um, you know, whether it's reading um, a recipe, uh, reading um, medicine bottles, uh, reading the newspaper, which I know that's almost obsolete as far as having a physical paper in hand. Most uh, everything now has gone digital. So, um, but still, you know, you're reading something at least every day. But that's a good way for writers uh, to, um, to stay on top of the uh, vocabulary game is by reading every single day. All right, so... Um, the last technique is uh, utilizing uh, Microsoft Word. Now, you heard me mention that a few sentences ago, a few paragraphs ago. And uh, they have this, uh, this wonderful feature uh, that is a read-aloud feature. And, of course, um, Amazon Kindle has it as well. And I'll just be honest, I like the Microsoft one better because um, the... Um, the uh, the voice sounds more um, more human. It, it sounds less robotic, but uh, but the Kindle one is not too bad either. And uh, and you can also um, use the one that is on your iPhone. You can go in and change the voice uh, of um, you know like Siri. And also, if you want to use uh, dictation or you want to use that that read aloud feature, you can also uh, change those voices from male to female. Uh, from British to English to Scottish, whatever, you know, wherever you're from, if you want to hear the words in your native tongue, then you then that feature is on the iPhone. And that, that's why I love the iPhone so very much because of that. But it's a great feature, and, uh, and it's in Microsoft Word as well. So use that uh, because it's the best way to, uh, you know, to catch errors uh, is, to, uh, is to hear the words spoken orally. And, and you gain the story's overall tone and capture the, the character's voice. So, you know, when you have it read aloud to you, I mean, you're writing the story, you know, and you can hear the character's voices within your own mind, but it's sometimes it's good. Well, all the time it's good to have that story read back to you. 
so that way you can catch um, you know certain certain things um, maybe not so much punctuation but you can definitely catch uh, misspelled words and incomplete sentences and things like that so or if you're using it uh, listening to it while you're reading uh, you know the um, while you're reading the manuscript that'll help you uh, to better visualize capitalization uh, punctuation and things of that nature so they sort of go hand in hand so um, you know but anyway these are just a few tips and techniques uh, and if you want more help uh, you may want to join uh, you know some writing groups uh, on uh, social media or listen to podcasts hint hint this one in particular but anyway or you can web search it for additional information so those are my helpful tips for today and uh and also this is the last uh show for 2022 can you oh, can you believe it here we are already in december the end of the year and um <laughs> time flies you know when you're having fun so and it's been great uh, it's been a great run i have enjoyed uh coming to you every single um saturday uh throughout the year of 2022 um, you know, I've had some ups and some, and some downs, but you know, the best part is that I had more ups than downs and that's, you know, that's, that's just life in general. <clears throat> trying to lose my voice. I'm sorry. Let me take a sip here. I'm not crying. You're crying. But anyway, uh, you know, it's been a great year. It's been a tremendous year. Um, you know, and I've been through some things. But, uh, <clears throat> but you know, as they say, the show must go on. So uh, it, has been a, it has been a pleasure and a delight to, um, you know, to, to talk with you uh, every single week. And, uh, and I look forward to doing it more in 2023, uh, bringing uh, more topics and, and more guests on the show, more writers, more authors, exposing them uh, to more readers. So just stay tuned, okay? So I hope to see all of you back here in 2023 and, uh, you know, and let's have a great 2023, shall we? All right. So before I let you go, I want to make sure that I give you these URLs because I want you in the meantime to listen to listen to uh, Book Chat on Spreaker. Uh, you can listen to the recorded episodes until I return live in 2023. Uh, but uh, the first one, of course, is uh, HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.spreaker.com forward slash user forward slash author Vivian Moore. You can follow me across all social media, uh, which includes uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok, and um, what's the other one? Twitter. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. I don't use Twitter that much. So I had to think about it for a second, but anyway. And also, you can check out my blog, which is updated on a weekly basis, and that is at https colon forward slash forward slash vivianemore.blogspot.com. And uh, you can also check out the um, the recorded episodes uh, anywhere where you listen to podcasts, but most uh, definitely you can listen to it on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, YouTube, SoundCloud, Jail Saving, uh, iTunes, Audible.com, Verbal, Luminary, and Amazon. How about that? All right. So, tomorrow's worship day is the third Sunday. Uh, and uh, so, I hope that you're planning to go somewhere to worship. 
uh, even if it's, uh, you know, if you're still listening to it, um, you know, across the airwaves or uh, across the internet, uh, however you're listening to the sermons, it's important that you listen because, um, you know, this has been a heck of a crazy year and, uh, and it's not over uh, yet. And so, and we don't know what's coming in 2023. All we can do is hope and pray for the best. All right. So that's what we can do, but we can most certainly do that, uh, you know, through um, corporate organization by going to church and, uh, and congregating, you know, with, with other like-minded individuals. And also it is so vitally important to tell those who you care about the most, how you feel about them while you have the chance to do it. So on that note, I love you. I hope you love me back. Until the next time you hear my voice, God bless you and goodbye. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.